Welcome to Season 2 of the Blue Green Vacations Peak Performance Podcast. Fasten your seatbelts as we dive in and level up. It's time to share happiness one podcast at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engine! Go, 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 Blue Green, it's podcast day. Go, Jackie, it's podcast day. Go, Wayne, it's podcast day. Go, Jay, it's podcast day. Well, absolutely, it's podcast day. Welcome, everybody, to Peak Performance Podcast Season 2. I am Jay McGowan. I am Jackie Disher. And I'm Wayne Rickman. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everybody. We are excited, like always. I think we say that every time because we are excited. It's podcast day, and we uh, have co-hosts today that are going to be that's going to be awesome. So I think we should just jump into everyone's favorite segment, Jackie Disher's Weekly Win, and then come back and start our conversation with our special co-host. Yeah. Let's do it. It's time for Weekly Wins with Jackie Disher. What's up, everybody? Back again with a great win in the week. And today we go north to the great city of Chicago to the Hotel Blake led by Mr. Mark Halfpenny. They have been killing their results recently. And right now they're running over $600,000 in volume for the last 30 days. But half of that volume is written by one person. And let me tell you, Chris Omrin, also known as the German Giant, is running almost a $12,000 VPG, a $34,000 APT, and $310,000 in volume on our owners up there. Let me tell you, that is a lot of lives changed, not only from our owner base, but also from the people that he is mentoring at the site. Mark says he's the first one in. He's always helping other people. And even, you know, when things aren't going great, he's got his head on straight and he's there to win. So, Chris, great job to you. Keep winning, keep leading your site, and we'll see you at the top. Jay, back to you. Yes, yes. Once again, Jackie Disher nails the weekly win. Congratulations, Chris and team. So, Wayne, I know you're excited uh, for our guest today, like you always are, our host, our co-host. So we're going to turn it over to you to let you uh, do. I mean, Wayne does the best intro, so <laughs> we're going we're to turn it over to Wayne. I'm going to say it again. You can't hide from the numbers. Yeah, and, another one. <laughs> and the guests that we have here are doing things that we're just not seeing anywhere else, right? Like as, as a team, and we're very fortunate this call to have an in-house director of sales with over 20 years experience, a frontline director of sales with over 20 years experience on the same podcast because they're at the same store. <laughs> and yes. it's a store that in the month of April, beat budget by over $3 million. And let me say that again. There are some sites that don't have a $3 million budget for the month. They beat budget by $3 million. It won't surprise you at all to know that one of them is 150% this month. The other is 138% this month. Their site as a blend, 145% this month. 
And overall, they're $10 million above what all the analysts, what Brad Whalen, what our team thought would happen. Wow. And I can't tell you how cool it is that Big Cedar is big again. And, and what a pleasure it is to be able to introduce Russell Cox, the in-house director of sales, Jeremiah, the frontline director of sales, been there forever. Both of them eat, sleep, and drink blue-green. Jackie's right. We were just up there. These two are on fire. Welcome, Russell and Jeremiah, to the Peak Performance Podcast. Hey, thanks, Wayne. Glad to be here. We are, we are excited to be, to be a part of this. Yeah, we are very excited. This is, this is going to be fun. So, so, so help us, help us with the energy that's yes. happening up there. You, you guys are in the trenches. I mean, you know, um, I, I said something to Jackie the other day that we should be the ones that ignite the flame, but then give our team credit for the fire. What's going on up there? Give us a feel for the energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm. The meetings must be crazy. Shoot, by the time you read all the deals from the day before, the meeting's almost over, right? <laughs> Yeah, so so Russell, why don't you go first? The uh, yeah the the synergy that we have here, and that's one thing that we that is that has changed a little bit for Big Cedar is the uh, the in-house department used to be at Paradise Point, and that's where all of the in-house tours were at Paradise Point. Which, for those of you that don't know, I mean, is is you know a couple of miles from Big Cedar campus. We moved the main hub of in-house sales to the original campus of Big Cedar. And so the so the the majority of our tours are in the same building as where the frontline tours are going on. And um, that is that has made a, a big difference for our penetration because we still have our sales sites at the other two sites, the Cliffs and Paradise Point. But with this main hub here, excitement breeds excitement. And yes. that uh, you know that that frontline buzz that's going on yes, and you're seeing yes. the tours walking by and the, you know, and they're seeing the people from the in-house department and, you know, it's a, you know, it's a big building, but uh, everybody working together, the, the in-house department is so proud of what the frontline is doing because they're feeding the machine and, you know, having, having more people under one roof has made a big difference here at, at, at Wilderness Club. Wow. Yeah. And if I could touch on that, the admin, they have done great because we have, I mean, they've doubled their staff, um, but having in-house over here with us, you know, seeing all the deals we've been writing, um, it, it's been good. But the organization of where the people need to go check in, where they need to go to contracts, I mean, all of us in the same. And on those big, busy Saturdays, uh, we throw a lot of deals at contracts and they've been going so smooth. So I want to give them credit for that, for sure. 100%. Got some shining stars there then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Jeremiah, you guys are literally, literally running five and $6,000 frontline BPGs. I even saw one day 11,000 almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> you know, when, when you think about a new member department like yours that is producing at in-house like numbers, what's happening up there? What, do, what are you seeing? You've been there a long, long time and you started at the fall. So you got another perspective and you ended up at Big Cedar. What's going on this year? What's driving $10 million over budget? Well, uh, a couple of things. You know, I thought of that the last couple of days. What is one main difference this year from last year? Um, first of all, being part of the West unit and just 
we feel like we're more of a team. Uh, we've always kind of been out on an island. Uh, nobody's fault. That's just, it is what it is. Uh, but you. being part of that's been great. And then having an on-site trainer for in-house and frontline, you know, shout out to Nikki G, a frontline, Greg Roberts, uh, in-house. That's been great. You know, they, they've let the pressure off some of the TOs where they could focus, you know, if we have struggling reps, the, the yeah. trainers can go in and they do everything. They don't just train, they hit tables. Um, they're, they're right in the mix. So that has been a huge asset to us for sure. Nikki G. Wow. That sounds like a real hip man there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty hip. But both get of them, Nikki G on the table. <laughs> you know, it is really awesome for you to have one that's dedicated to the in-house and one that's dedicated to the front line. Now that you're in the same building, they can cross over and help each other. But that's a, that's a very good point. And I really like the suck up to Jim White. That's good. He's going to love that you said that on the call. Oh, uh, yeah. All, all truth be told, all truth be told, the five of us on this call have something in common. We love and respect Jim White. He yes. is a phenomenal leader. Uh, Jackie and I came away from there electric, having the first meeting with Big Cedar and the West all in the same room at the same time. So, so you're right. That synergy between you and the West is going to uh, ignite an even bigger fire. Russell, what's going on in house? What's driving those numbers there? Uh, our well, we're running a full-blown team concept. I mean, we're running teams here at Wilderness Club, and that has made that has made a big difference, uh, such a huge difference, just for accountability. I mean, the, that accountability of that that TO, that manager, and this is their team. They live and die with those people. So uh, we have had that to where uh, also our our performance management process that we run here is it's not a it's not a we're, you're going to get fired process we're all in a performance management business and we know we signed up for that but we do start we do try and see farther down the road and the the whole team has bought into the management team has bought into and the reps understand that when we're doing performance management we're trying to make you better we're we're trying to see yes. someone that gets on a skid before they hit the performance management matrix. Yes. So, you know, what's going on in your life and treating people like people, not numbers. Why are they on a skid? Is there something going on at home? Do they have something going on with a child? Do they have something going on in their life that is affecting them at work? And the and, and that family atmosphere that we have has helped tremendously. Accountability for your team helped tremendously. And then we've also, you know, we, we've done some segmentation of the line and we will continue to work on getting the people in front of the tours that these are the tours that they are the most successful with. Mm -hmm. And as we, uh, you know, yeah, we got the props to everybody, but I, you know, I can't be on this call without giving some huge props to Wayne Rickman because so much of the stuff that we have implemented or I've implemented into the, the wilderness come Big Cedar while I'm here were things that I learned from Wayne when we worked together prior to being here. And uh, when it comes to Wayne and then uh, and, and Rhett, a lot of the, the culture talent process, the, the stuff that was preached, the offense that I learned prior to coming here has made a huge difference in implementing that here. What, what was it you said you wanted us to buy you for lunch today? <laughs> I said, like, Wayne Rickman is the godfather of timeshare. 
<laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> you go to him for everything, but that's cool. And I, you know, what you just said a second ago reminded me of something that I heard Simon Sinek say. It's like, you can look up anything on YouTube and find an awesome Simon Sinek video, but uh, it might've been when he was writing his book, Leaders Eat Last and talking about how you, it's not about you know, what you do, it's about the people that you, that you serve. And so I think there's power in what you just said that we're not performance managing people just, just strictly on you are your numbers, but before you even get to a point and we see you in a slick spot, Hey, what's going on in your life. And, and that speaks so true to the culture that you have there. Um, so many times people go into a performance management conversation and it's just, Hey, your numbers are down. You need to get them up. And how motivated are you when you walk away from a conversation like that? So Jeremiah, are y'all doing the same thing on the front line? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, we've, we've gone to a team concept in a way, you know, our front line, that team manager isn't going to only hit their tables, uh, but they do have four to five reps underneath them to help them, to mentor them, to, to, awesome. to build them up every morning, get them pumped up for the day. Uh, so yeah, we, we use a lot of that same stuff on the front line for sure. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, Russell, since you brought it up, a company full of people that have never really understood a team concept, what would you say are the biggest differences that, you know, eventually when our company um, transitions into that company wide, what are some, what's some upside that other sites are going to see that y'all are already seeing there? Well, especially in the in-house department, the, uh, I got even in frontline too, when it's, the, the the dance that is timeshare sales mm -hmm. all right the 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 working relationship between the to and the sales rep all right when it's a when it's a when it's a team and when it's a when it's a when it's a full-blown team that dance becomes easier or that dance becomes more common because the i mean because this is a great big machine yeah. All right. This is a fairly large in-house department. And when it was on rotation, that 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 sales rep may have, you know, 12 different TOs that will come to their table at any given time. And so how this TO does it, even though we run the same process, may be a little different than than that TO. But when it's the same one all day, every day, every single table, that that TO knows where that rep's at in their presentation. That, that rep knows what that TO, when they're going to bring it in, what they're going to say, how they're going to work this. And that, so that dance becomes mm -hmm. second nature. Yes. And when that dance becomes second nature, now you have, you have the ability to focus on the guest. You have, I mean, you're, you're able to listen to what the guest says. You're able to, to work what you need to do to, to make this the best thing for that guest, not not trying to figure out what's my TO gonna say next or the TO trying to figure out what's my rep gonna say next. So that along with the fact that the accountability of the TO or the manager, this is your team. Yeah. You can't sit around and wait to draw a hitter. Yeah. Right? Because there's a, you know, all, all tracks have people that are great and people that could be better. And when you, you know that, that team concept, the person that's the lowest on your team, you better train them or find someone to replace them because you're going to live and die with those people. Yeah, wow. you are. Your team is you and you are your team when you when it's a team concept. So 
I love to hear that. Jeremiah, have y'all um, established the team concept on the front line or is it still more of a rotation right now? It, it, we have a team concept, but when it comes to turning the tables, it, it, it's a rotation. So okay. sometimes they get that same manager, but uh, most of the time they don't. So I have uh, trainings with the TO trainings to make sure they're all on the same page. So we're more similar because the front line, it's a little different. You never know the situation that the guests may be in uh, as far as how they're going to turn the table. Um, so it, it's a little different, but they each do have four to five reps underneath them. Every manager does. Have you found that that's, that that helps with um, like when new people come out on the floor, especially that they feel supported when they're, when they're new and they yes. don't even know where the bathroom is yet. Yes. That's <laughs> huge for that. The, the newbies um, for sure. And like Russell mentioned, it, it keeps everybody held accountable um, with, I have 56 reps right now. So, uh, if it wasn't teams, it's easy for somebody to fly under the radar if they're not right. parking where they're supposed to or whatever it is. Um, but with the teams, you know, I can just put it on that TO to say, hey, you got to keep them in order. So it helps me that way. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I, got, I got a question for both of you guys. Um, what's your approach to and, and, you know, throughout our company, this is probably our number one focus, and that's going to be uh, integrity and compliance. And what's your guys approach what like what's your approach to that i mean again it's important for everyone i just want to know how do you guys approach staying very compliant and making sure that we uh always lead with integrity russell you want me to start yeah go ahead okay you know uh howard from day one howard kitchen the he He's, he's that's been very important to him. Um, you know, the joint venture, the relationship that we have with Bass Pro is huge. Uh, we never want to do anything to jeopardize that and to lose those tours. So we are, uh, you know, quote unquote, way more soft than than other places are with these guests. We want them to leave here with a smile on their face and go right to Bass Pro and do some more shopping. So uh, we have to do things a little bit different to make sure that they do that. And if we have a rep that, uh, has the multiple infractions to where people are, are given bad medallions. We don't mess around. We get rid of them because we, like Russell said, I'm going to steal it from. We hire good characters, not characters. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I, I once heard that, uh, you know, Blue Green's kind of like the Catholic Church in terms of we're just a strict company, but uh, Big Cedar's more like the Vatican, right? I mean, you got to follow, they don't call them the 10 suggestions, right? Like you got to follow the rules, but I, I want to regress just for a minute because I was so impressed with what you said. I've actually been to sites, Jeremiah, where people haven't had a monthly performance review in 10 months. I talked to the human being myself. So when you're Russell, you're talking about their kids, you're talking about their hobbies, you're talking about what's bothering them. Clearly, both of y'all take your performance management more like coaching up than coaching out, right? 100%. And in order to do that, you have to know everything about everybody. And for everybody listening on this call, Tiger Woods has a swing coach. Yes. Yeah. Is, is mind blowing, but the future is definitely teams. Both of y'all are proving that teams work. You know, the largest brand in our industry, almost 3 billion is a team-based company. I'm sure we're going to end up there by 2023. So I hope everybody's paying attention again. Jackie's going to beat me up for this, but success leaves clues. These guys are operating teams. They're running crazy numbers. Learn from them. This is the reason we bring you these podcasts. We're, 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 we're positioning two leaders right now, $10 million above budget. It's not even high season. High season up there is summer. And of course, the beautiful weather in the fall. So uh, props to both of you for what you're doing, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah, that is, that is, that is that's just huge. 
And, you know, another question I have really quickly, because, I, you know, we're in the field a lot and we get a lot of uh, Jackie, Wayne, myself, we get a lot of questions from uh, representatives and team members. And one of the things I kind of want to get you guys' advice on this. So I'm I'm in, the, in both of you guys can tackle this. I am an in-house agent. I am a frontline agent. I'm on the floor. I'm doing, you know, I'm trying to do my thing here. And here's what I'm getting. Two things. I'm either getting very, very small deals, okay, or I'm getting not today. So, you know, how would you guys approach a representative that's that's what they're getting? They're either getting very small deals or they're getting not today. Well, I, I think th those are those are two those two questions are, are can be very different between frontline and in-house. Okay. Uh, but and I'll start on, on the on the in-house side. I mean, both of those things are conviction and what the, the conviction and belief of what we are portraying to the guests. Yes. Um, for and it, for the in-house department, a lot of that is lack of discovery lack of listening to the guest and listening to what they what they're trying to do with their program and what the program means to them if you're getting little deals you're sitting down and you're probably jumping into your pitch way too quick in yes. the in-house department yes. and you're trying to you're trying to pitch a program yes you know i'm gonna i'm gonna shove this program down your throat and it only and and so at the end of it you get that well what's the smallest thing that i can buy to get that program that's going to lead you towards a low APT. In the in-house department, you listen, you build the dream because we don't, it's not, what do you need today necessarily? If you're going to be successful in this business, you better be, you know, they're going to make their decision today, but the decision to make today is what's going to affect them a decade from now awesome. or what's going to affect their great grandchildren yes. from now. And so let's go ahead and get this thing to that diamond level now at yeah. today's monies so that you're going to, I mean, look at, look at, at what you have done for your legacy and for your family for generations to come by getting this done now. And so the belief, listening to people, a great discovery, and then, and, and then, you know, shooting for the big one, yes. shoot for the oh. big one. That's, that's how you get your bigger APTs. Yeah, and on, on front line, Jay, it's, uh, well, you guys remember the, when you were here recently, the first time you see this place, I mean, your jaw drops, you're in awe. I'm constantly on the reps to have them go back to that place when the first time they were here. I mean, uh, the, the tours, it's the first time they've, a lot of them have seen it. So Amen. conviction, excitement, so they've got to pitch it, the voice tone. I mean, it's huge. Um, you're, the, those reps that are really, really good and get animated, they don't have today issues. So right. that, that, that's massive for us. Yeah. Well, I ran into one of your uh, President's Club winning TOs on the beach with Jackie, and he was so excited to say that um, he had pulled five gold, you know, premier levels straight from a brand new owner. So to Russell's point, if we're not showing those levels, right, you're not getting those levels. And everybody on this podcast, ask your QA, what was it about that $14,000 sale, Mr. And Mrs. Jones? And we're really glad you're joining us today. But what was it about the 14,000 that made you decide to take that instead of the gold? Nine out of 10 times the QA will say, 
they never asked me to buy the gold. So props to you two. Your ATS is up about $2,500 for the year. I'm sure that's a significant portion of that $10 million. And Jackie, I know how passionate you are about average transaction price. Yeah, I just, to what Russell said, I believe I've always, maybe it's just how I was brought into the business and brought up. And so much of what I do is, is from what I learned from great mentors of mine. But I've always believed that people can afford more than what they're doing now as long as they um, feel a desire in their heart that it's worth it for them in the long run. And so whether you're on in-house or frontline, building the dream, I mean, there was a director of sales one time that said to me, this was an in-house director of sales. And he's, and he said, I have a different approach to um, transaction size and in-house. On the front line, we do a vacation calculator and we build a $100,000 problem. Let's just say on their vacation calculator, your lifetime vacation cost is $100,000, right? Well, um, then we go and we sell them, let's say a, you know, $18,000 deal. Well, we only, we, we, we're not solving the, the full $100,000 problem, right? With the $18,000 deal. So in-house then goes and takes the rest of the, the problem that was there and kind of revisits that rent versus own and says, okay, well, you got this much of it. Now let's, let's tackle the rest. And so I just thought it was an interesting approach, but I can't agree more that that is, uh, it's all about belief and your conviction in the, in the process and the product. I just looked at the R20 today, Jeremiah, you're at 22,940. There's not a front line, a new member line in the company approaching 25,000. You're really getting yeah, that you, you got to hold that value. And, and what I want to say, uh, one of the in-house TOs, a good friend of mine, Jeff Mockey, he told me uh, 10 years ago, don't confuse your financial situation with your guests. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of reps that will be struggling and then they're, they're, they're timid to ask for that money. So that, that was huge and I'll never forget it. So true. Not Not selling with your pocket, but assuming that they can actually do it. And and as a TO, as a frontline TO, and, and if I had been an in-house TO for a long period of time, I would have felt the same way. Um, the the level of of belief in showing those numbers and the fact that, I mean, Wayne, this is another Wayneism. I'm going to use it, right? How much is a Jeep Wagoneer right now? It's $100,000. And if somebody can, can buy a Jeep for $100,000, and that's certainly not the first car they've ever bought, and it's uh, likely not to be the last car they'll ever buy, that, that's a $100,000 purchase for maybe a four-year time frame until they trade it in and get something else. How can we not believe in a lifetime of vacations for at least that amount, if not more? So, you know, and our happiest owners are the ones that have the most points. Wrong, am I right or wrong? <laughs> yeah, 100% right. Yep. Yeah, I think, uh, and you know what's really cool about the answers you both gave? You know, a lot of these podcasts, they get, pay, they get played in morning meetings or in the radio rooms. And so I think what you guys just said is definitely going to help. And I know, I mean, I really love those answers and about conviction, about, uh, as Wayne says, actually presenting and not just because you want to get a big deal because that's what they need. You know, you got to You got to get them accustomed to not not just looking at today. Yeah, we like you said, I love that they purchase today, but they use it for a lifetime. So I love those answers and those were great. So thank you for that. They pay better, too, Jay. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a win win. You know, it's 
It's so funny Jackie would bring up because Jay went and stopped by the Cadillac dealer the other day just for fun. He drives a nice Escalade. And he's like, I, I think I might stop by and just see how much one of these costs. The stripped one was 108. The <laughs> one that had the bells and whistles was 120. And the guy's like, look, if you don't want it, I got three people standing in line. So Jackie, to your point, people are buying $100,000 cars everywhere. Yeah, there used to be a time, it used to be a time when they would call you over and over and over. Because I, I gave them my number. I haven't received one call. They like, whatever. <laughs> they literally had a buyer right behind you that was like, if he's not yeah. going to take it, I will. Actually, I'll pay $10,000 more for it. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. You, you, you guys' success has been, you know, you know, we, it's just been incredible. And we, we, we hope that and we know that you'll continue to do that. And if there's ever a time that, you know, we could reach out to you guys and have you come back on the podcast to share some more stuff. You know, that would be greatly appreciated because you've given so much and you're doing so well. We see the numbers. Everybody looks at the R20. Everybody knows they're watching. You know, we, we look and uh, so thanks for sharing some of that stuff. You know, a lot of times and we say success leaves clues, but on the podcast, we say success shares clues and you guys have shared a lot of uh, things that you're doing, we appreciate that. But before you go, and I don't know if, uh, you know, should we do this to him, Wayne? Should we actually, should we put both of these guys on the hot seat or just, should we put just one of them on the hot seat? Well, let's start with one and let the other one guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put you on the hot seat. This is something we do here. And, you know, in season one, it was a huge hit. And we 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 thought about not doing it on season two, but, we got so many emails saying, please bring back seat? the, uh, yeah, where's the hot seat question? So we're going to put you both on the hot seat and uh, try to throw out a question that kind of sidetracks you. Let's do this right now. Jeremiah and Russell, you both are on the hot seat with Jackie Disher. Well, you could go back decades for this answer or you could go back last week for this answer. So we'll see. I want to know what is the best event or best concert that you've ever been to in your life and what made it so special? What made it so memorable? So Russell, I'm coming to you first, man. Uh, okay. We'll go back to, uh, we'll, we'll go way back. The best concert I was ever at was Sunny and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. <laughs> uh, in 1982, Iron Maiden in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Tingley Coliseum, Eddie coming out on stage. Oh my gosh. I used to have hair and it was long. And, uh, and you were yeah, headbanging. I was a headbanger. So <laughs> Iron Maiden. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Russ. Russell just told the whole company how old he is. <laughs> yeah, well, I just love that he said I was a headbanger. So I'm going to use that in our new training manual. Russell Cox, I was a headbanger. <laughs> that 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 was that was awesome, uh, Russell. And you know what? You know what? It was amazing that he didn't flinch. He brought back that. You know, that's an experience, right? And he just, I mean, just went right to it. Instantly, no. nothing, and he didn't know you were going to ask that question. But that's how important experiences are, and 
I just I had to throw it out there because that's a a, a lesson right there, and even even a fun topic. There's a lesson in that too. So moments to memories, right? There you go. <laughs> All right, there Jeremiah. Now I'm coming to you, my friend. All right, mine's a little bit different. It was uh, 2000 to 2005, but it was Snoop, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. It was on Columbia Street outside. Uh, yes. It was a lot of fun. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So you totally dug the uh, the half the uh, halftime show then at the Super Bowl. I'm guessing. That's right. Absolutely. I'm all about hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. You know. You know. We found out. Uh, we found out that Dusty, uh, one of his favorite groups, is Coolio, <laughs> and that was that was awesome when Dusty said that. But anyway. You know, I, I, I actually I am a fan of hip hop too. So. Yeah, we did. Uh, really? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, listen, we we do appreciate you guys being on, and again, you know, we always invite our our, our host and our guests back, and we definitely want to invite you back because we know that the high performance will continue, and so we want to get more, and and we want to share more, and we want to uh, have you on. Uh, to uh, discuss some of those uh, winning ways. And with that being said, those are my final thoughts. Wayne, Jackie, any final thoughts before we go out on our theme song that we always go out on? You know, for me, it's just thank you for blazing a trail for others to follow. Thank you for showing people what's possible. Uh, continue to do what you're doing. And everybody on this podcast, I hope you listen to this over and over again. That was a lot of good clues today. Yes. Jackie? Character is everything character is everything. Can I give props to somebody real quick? Yeah, sure. go ahead. All right. Uh, Greg Campbell, our podium speaker. He is a beast, nicknamed Soup from Campbell. You can get that. Uh, but he's been on fire all year. He's got, in April, the month that, of what got us invited to this podcast, he finished with the 5,026. And year to date, oh. he's a, over a 4,500. So he is a big reason for a lot of our success. Well, I just signed his certificate for 4,902 last month. So this guy's a $5,000 machine. Uh, Greg, we appreciate everything you're doing because the same thing, you two, Greg, and other leaders up there, Shelly, showing the rest of the company what's possible. And I'll say it one last time. I'm so glad Big Cedar is big again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, listen, guys, thank you. And until the next time, we appreciate you. You done with BGV? You done with BGV? You done with BGV? Who's done with BGV? You done with BGV?